Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio this morning, a founding member of the Guess Who and Bachman Turner Overdrive, the architect of Canadian rock and roll, Mr. Randy Bachman's on the show. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. Good to see you. Now, I heard two different pronunciations there. I heard Bachman Turner Overdrive and right. Randy Bachman. You're right. I wanted to <laughs> That's it. I was safe. So, I was, I was right <laughs> and wrong, right? Get him straight on it. He is. He is. That is it. I'm Randy Bachman from Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, how funny is that? I love it. <laughs> that was an accident. I got it right, though. Yeah, it was an accident? I just wanted to wow, cover myself. I thought you did some research. <laughs> you know, I was just talking about this. Uh, That's funny. Uh, if people are so lucky to have a number one record on Billboard, but you did it with two different groups, and I'm trying to think, there's got to be somebody else in the history of rock and roll that it did that. His name is that. Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, should I say Sir Paul? Yes, you did. And I'm also Sir Randy, by the way, by the Order of Canada. So. Oh, yeah, very right. right. Wow. They don't call you Sir in Canada, they call you Hey You. <laughs> well, the new uh, music uh, documentary, Backman, is out today on iTunes and Prime Video. You get a Google Play DVD. And uh, I uh, I got an advanced copy of it and browsed through it last night, watched almost all of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you managed to have some, some people who grew up idolizing you and learning from you over the years, like Neil Young. He was a, a big, big fan of yours. And I'm a, I was a fan of his. I mean, when you grow up in a town and one guy has a guitar and the other guy has an amplifier, you get together and you, <laughs> you use his guitar and you let him use your amplifier and you go to each other's gigs. It's, it's so weird because um, if you read uh, anything about music, there are certain songwriters who just write songs. There are other songwriters who write tunes for specific individuals. And you basically did that over the course of your career because you had different people interpreting your your music. Well, when you when you're a guitar player and you're writing songs, you've got to like write for your singer. So I'm writing for Burton Cummings, and later on I'm writing for C.F. Turner in Bachman Turner Overdrive. So, and then when they didn't want to do it, I sang them myself, and I ha- <laughs> I became a singer by accident of. of Taking care of business and ain't seen nothing yet. Did you have to so change that was the like music? Totally unplanned. In order to take it on yourself, was your voice different than their voices? Yes. So you really did have to rework the music for yeah. yourself. I oh, think the best example of what I'm talking about is Robbie Robertson from the band. Right. You know he he can sing. To be honest with you, he's not very good. <laughs> and uh, so he wrote okay. he wrote for Levon Helm. Exactly. Mm. And you know wrote, I wrote for Burton Cummings' voice. Right. I could never sing that American Woman, that high thing. I couldn't falsetto, but it sounded like Brian Wilson. Burton could scream that hmm. like but, a Robert Plant. But, I mean, so I was lucky I had the two, the two great Canadian rock voices of all time. Right. And you got, uh, you call him Fred? Yes. Fred uh, is, a, is a big old bear of a guy, mm-hmm. and he's got this real raspy voice. <laughs> and when he's in person, he's even funkier. Than he is on on record. Yeah, 
on recording. And he was a great looker. I mean, pumpkin orange hair and pumpkin beard. I mean, like wow. ri- orange. Looked like Not, a haystack. You know, like a Viking. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'd say, why are you in the band? He'd say, I couldn't get a job as a Viking. Oh, really? Yeah, why are you playing rock and roll? That there you the, go. That was the joke. We're talking to Randy That's Backman funny. about his uh, new video. It's out today on iTunes and Prime Video. Uh, I've heard this story uh, told by different people. But I want you to tell me the story of what happened when you guys did You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. And uh, you did the original version. It was kind of a joke song, wasn't it? Yes. I used to, I produced BTO, so I'd have what was called a work song. So I would go in, and it would be, I have a nice, quiet, jangling chorus with chords, and then the hook would come in, power chords, you know, the bottom and thing really loud. And so I grew up with three brothers, so the four of us would always tease and... <laughs> you know, play pranks on each other, and one of my brothers stuttered. So I took this work track, I thought I'm going to stutter over it, mixed a cassette, put right. it away. Oh, that's the head of our label flew in, listened to the album, Not Fragile. He goes, great album, you're starting something new here, it's called Heavy Rock, these riffs are really heavy. I like rolling down the highway, I like this, but I don't hear a single to follow Let It Ride and Taking Care of Business. And I said, that's it, we have four songs aside, we're dealing with vinyl, mm-hmm. each side is 22 minutes long, you can't put... There's no other songs. We've got eight songs. Make the songs longer, right? Yeah, and the engineer said, why don't you play the throwaway song? So we got the cassette and plugged it in. He jumped out of his chair and he said, that's a big hit. Put it on the album. I said, you've got to be kidding. The guitar's not in tune. I don't even know what I'm singing about. I'm just stuttering and doing bad Van Morrison impressions <laughs> in the ending there. <laughs> yeah, and he I like said, it. leave it the way it is. I discovered wow. Maggie May for Rod Stewart and Hey Baby for Bruce Chanel. This would be a career song. I said, what does that mean? He said, you'll build a career in this. You'll be singing it every night of your life and you'll love it. And so they put it on the album. And when it came on the radio, I would turn it down. I was so embarrassed. The guitar is still out of tune. I mean, it never goes back in tune. <laughs> and he released it and went to number one in like 22 countries. I had, I had an ear. I had yeah. heard that you actually uh, re-recorded it without all the stuttering. I tried it. So let me do it without the stuttering. And it was like... The guy says, a bad Tony nuts? Bennett, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's like Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live. Here's something you're never going to forget. A lounge singer. Yeah, pre pre Michael Bublé, you know. Like. <laughs> Funny because you guys had the same manager for a while, Bruce Allen. Yeah, Bruce was our guy for a while, and you know Bruce. Yeah. I'm known him for In fact, years. you gave BTO a big break way, way, way back. <laughs> when I was a baby DJ, mm-hmm. we I uh, worked in uh, Nashville. And uh, there was like a, a county fair or something there, and they wanted us to have a band there. So I called up this guy that I knew as a manager, and I said, well, don't you have that, that BTO group? He said, yeah. Can you have them come down here, and, and would they do a, a big uh, state fair for us? And it was at the racetrack where the cars go around. Yeah. And uh, I think they called it, uh, it was like Playland almost right, out right. here. Yeah. And these guys came in there, and they just did a, boy, you guys were awesome in concert, though. <laughs> Well, this was a big break for us. I mean, to be able to play in Nashville for like yeah. for the Scott Shannon, the DJ of like those were the days DJs had kind of a power. You know what I mean? If if they liked your music, they played it. I mean, it's the old Wolfman Jack story, Dick Clark story. You know, you go in and Alan Freed, they like your record, they play it, it changes your life. Not that amazing. Yeah. There was something very organic about that that I guess is a little bit missing in the it music is. industry. Today. Or I remember cutting a record. It's like you see in the movies. You'd uh-huh. go in and you'd know the DJ. Or you'd wait outside in the parking lot and you'd say, mm-hmm. can you listen to this tonight? And he'd listen to it me and he'd say, I met this band yesterday in the parking yeah. lot and here's the record. You know, and it's it's Buddy Holly singing That'll it's, Be the Day or something. It's like Bohemian Rhapsody. He yes, brought that record exactly. into the radio station and <clears throat> it took off. Yeah. 
We're talking to Randy Bachman from uh, BTO and from the guests who are going to go back and talk about the beginnings of his career in a minute. And uh, we'll talk about what happened between him and the guess who over the years. <laughs> in the studio with us today hanging around is Randy Bachman. He's from Canada. <laughs> but he knows his way around the United States because he toured with his and band. The world. <laughs> we just played one of the songs he wrote called American Woman. That was Burton Cummings. You know, I saw a video. Um, it was done quite some time ago. It was it was raining and it was a, a show and you guys were on stage and you were back with Burton Cummings. Yeah, we uh, they re- asked the guests who to reform to play the Pan American Games in Winnipeg. For 1999. Right. And we hadn't spoken to each other in years, but we had played the Pan American Games in 1969. Wow. They wanted the same four songs. (laughs) <laughs> laughing these eyes american woman in no time and we played him in 1969 we were playing in the mess tent where the athletes were lining up getting their food like in a cafeteria and nobody's paying any attention to us you're like and they the want us to come back at a casino you're in the free room right and they want us to come back later and play the four songs which the whole world at that time knew right and so we went back and did that and everybody said why you're back together why are you only doing four songs we got together in 2000 which there never was supposed to be a 2000. Remember, the world was going to end. All the computers were going to shut <laughs> down. Sure yeah. So we that. said, yeah, we'll take a booking in 2000. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. And so we got together. And then we, re- we yeah. played in Winnipeg. And that's probably what you saw. Yeah, it was raining. With the black night. screen behind mm-hmm. us that had yeah. holes in it so they could project against it. And you could see the lightning. Because they say, <sighs> the concert's got to stop at 10. But in the, in the prairies... Yeah. You could say the storm is coming, it'll be here in 10 minutes, it'll be gone in 30 minutes. So we took a break in the middle of the set where it rained, then they squeegeed off the stage. <laughs> we came on like 45 minutes later, but you could see the lightning behind it. So it's like, Jeez. who did your light show? His name was God. You spell that <laughs> G-O-D. You know what I mean? We just God. cut some holes in the yeah. screen. Yeah. Who yeah. did the light show? How great is that? Yeah. Beautiful. That is, that's a great story. Yeah. Now, see, if you, if you noticed... Uh-huh. Randy is a practiced radio person because he has his own show up in Canada. And oh, so very cool. He knows to s- tell the story quick. Yeah. You notice how he does yeah. that? Yeah. I like the way you succinct. operate. Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's good. Succinct. He gets right to the punchline very, very quick. That's great. So what is Burton Cummings doing now? Apparently he's moved to Moose Jaw. Okay. I love from Moose LA. Jaw. Is that, have I've you seen, been to the Jaw? I haven't been there. I have seen pictures. Beautiful. Uh, you can Google that because he's in the news right now in Moose Jaw. He's fighting some ladies. Really? Over Ooh. what? He lives next to a yoga studio. Oh, he's fighting. And whenever they play this music, he complains. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google my, that. You'll see Get it. off my line. He's turned into a The jaw. local newspaper is called The Jaw because it's Moose <laughs> Jaw, right? So right. You go, look up The Jaw News and you'll see. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh wow! We were uh, we were talking From about Northern the exposure. Uh, <laughs> the new music documentary called Backman, and it, it took three years to make. And you got Neil Young talking about your music, and Peter Frampton, who's also a fellow guitar player, and Paul Schaefer. There's also a picture in there of a huge warehouse, and it's a guitar warehouse, mm-hmm. but it's not like a factory. Is it your house? Is it home? He didn't want to talk how about it. He's shaking his head. <laughs> He's saying yes. Wait, I'm waiting for you to ask me that. How many, how many guitars? How are? many guitars? Good. How many pairs of shoes do you have? Not as many See? guitars as you have. Trust the me. Women don't know how many shoes they have in their closet. I Got don't know it. how many guitars I have. If you know how many, you don't have enough. <laughs> well said. There's always some coming. Yeah. Like Guys bring them to gigs, and right. I buy, I'm on a tour for three or four months. I buy them and ship them home. Then I get home, it's like... 
Christmas, I opened these boxes from FedEx. From Zappos. And <laughs> wow, I didn't know I had this. Where did I buy this? So I have to put notes. I bought this in Cleveland. I bought this in Pittsburgh. So I have a, a couple hundred. But I sold 385 Gretches to Fred Gretsch for the Gretsch Museum, which is now in Savannah, wow. Georgia. Yeah, I read somewhere that you sold a bunch of it. I said, well, he probably only has about 200 left. <laughs> I have I'm a couple hundred that are now in a... They're now being curated. They're being photographed wow. and cataloged for the uh, Canadian Rock and Roll Museum in Calgary, Alberta. Do they all sound different to you? Yeah, every you guitar has a personality. Yeah. Is, and, it, is uh, there anything you When are... a guy would bring me a guitar to a gig, uh-huh. some strange guitar, I'd plug it in and see what it told me to play. And wow. I play a riff, and I go, "Okay, I'll buy this." I get I'm like, two hundred bucks, yeah, I'll buy this. Cause I'm going to make twenty grand from this two hundred dollar guitar. And I would plug it in and write a song called Sledgehammer that was on like on the Not yeah. Fragile. I'm right, right, the guitar riff for Not Fragile. From this guitar is waiting to speak to me. Wow, and, wow. Uh, wow. that was my excuse for buying them. All. Me out now, dude. <laughs> I love that. I think he made all that up. No, well, I like it. If he did, that's <laughs> yeah, fine with it's me. A great story. Randy, <laughs> Randy's another one of the many uh, rock and roll stars who became successful after seeing a TV show that featured Elvis back in the day. Correct. Wow. You figured out right then when you saw that you said I, I played classical violin from the age of five to fourteen. Oh, oh I love and that. And it gets really, really boring. <laughs> You've got to stand, it's Royal, Royal Conservatory, you have to stand a certain way, and every year you put on a tuxedo and go on stage and play, and they judge you, right? And um, after, at 14, you know, I'm rebelling, mm. yeah. and I don't want to play anymore, and then I see Elvis on TV, little, you know, somebody on your block got a TV back then, a little 12-inch black and white TV. You made friends with them, and they invited you over, so one night they Everybody's screaming, and I look at this thing, and I, what is that? That's Elvis, that's a guitar, and that's rock and roll. I said, I don't want to do that. It's wild. And all you play in violin is melody. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to playing that melody. Like, you listen to American Woman, my guitar sound like a violin going... You're right. Right? I heard that. And so I just I started playing guitar. And then I joined the Guess Who, and here I am. Wow. Stayed with strings, at least. Yeah. You know, I will tell you this. There's one line in the movie, in the documentary, that's very impactful for me and for you and and you said something along the line of when you find something you love you don't think about a career you just keep doing it till you can't anymore yes something to that effect and the other guys who give up fall aside and then they because you keep going they then come and pay you to hear your music because all the guys that made fun of me when I was playing violin or guitar they now all bring their kids to the shows going remember us in grade 12 remember us in college and I go yeah weren't you the guy that used to trick me every day and steal my lunch money you know the new music documentary is incredible if you like music if you like any of the songs that uh, Randy wrote or played on the Guess Who and BTO pick it up iTunes Prime Video Google Play DVD it's just called Backman right Yes, or Bachman. Or Bachman. I think I'll change the title. It'd be Bachman or Bachman. <laughs> That's what you ought to do when you do your book, another book you yeah. put in there. Call me Bachman or call me Bachman. Well, my son, Tal, you know him. You right? played his record. He's in my band, so we're going to do an album together. We'll probably call it Bachman and Bachman, right? <laughs> Great to see you, Randy. Thank you Good so much you, for Scott. coming by. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.